so important to look at what it is that you want to make happen for 2019, right? And so I'm going to give you those tips and resources that's going to help to enhance probably what you're already learning, what you're already reading, what you're already doing. And it's just one added blessing to help you to get to where you want to be at towards the end of 2019 and beyond. So welcome, welcome to the show. Make sure you mark your calendar again for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern, and you can listen to the show quite a few ways. You can listen to the show live every Monday, two ways, through Block Talk Radio platform by dialing into 347-637-2589 for those of you with a pen. And then also, um, for those of you who are members of our Facebook Live, uh, our Facebook group, um, you can listen to us Facebook Live every Monday at 12 as well. And of course, my goal this year is to just really use myself and what I'm trying to do as a living testimony, as a living example, to show you what you can do uh, when you put your mind to it. Now, I'm using two platforms, Blog Talk Radio and Facebook Live, uh, putting these technologies together so that I can reach uh, the maximum amount of people possible, right? And that's what it's all about. And you can do the very same thing. And so all this month, again, ladies, we have been talking about um, a passion for success. And, you know, we discussed the fact that word passion, right, means that you not only have a desire, but you have an emotional desire. You have an attachment. You have a targeted focus on accomplishing your goals. And that's what it is to be successful. You've got to have something more than just a, a mere desire or because you saw somebody else doing it, right? You want to have a passion, a targeted desire, a targeted goal to be successful. And that's what we've been talking about all month long. And of course, um, today, I'm excited to say that I'm going to be discussing the topic about building your list and why that's so very, very important. You see, as you are successful in business, there are a lot of different techniques and methods that you're going to be able to use to help you to get there. And that's what I've been talking about this month. Um, we talked about on the first Monday of this month, we talked about a passion to succeed and exactly what did that mean, and I went in depth giving you some tips on that. Then we also talked about a passion for follow-up, how, how the, the technique of follow-up has a lot to do with where you are and where you're going in your business. And then we also talked about um, generating leads and how important it is to generate leads for your business as well. And so, again, I'm so very, very excited that today we're moving on and talking about building uh, your list and what building your list is all about and why it is it is mandatory. It is mandatory. And we're going to get into exactly what that means very, very shortly. Again, I want to give a shout out and say hello to everyone on my blog talk platform. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of the Successful Woman Radio Show. And then I also want to give a big shout out to all of you who are listening from our nationwide Facebook group. Um, I want to thank you for being with me on this live. And again, these are the two ways that you'll be able to listen. Now, if you missed any of our episodes from the last uh, three weeks, then you can go to womenaboutbiz.net 
and click on podcast in the top right menu bar, and you can listen to past broadcasts. Now, you can also conveniently listen to them from your smart device, your phone, your iPad, iPad, PC, desktop. Um, you can do that by um, going to iTunes if you are an Apple girl. And you can actually locate Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, in your iTunes, and you can listen to previous broadcasts from, from, your, from your devices there. If you are an Android-based user, then you can also go to Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, Stitcher.com, or go to Stitcher uh, in your marketplace, download the app, and again, look for Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, and mark it as your favorite, and there you've got yourself plugged in, whether you make it on the live calls or whether you are wanting to conveniently listen to some of the previous broadcasts, you are now plugged into everything that we have with the radio show itself. So I'm so glad everybody is here. We've got a great show coming up for you. We're going to be talking about today, again, building your list, why building your list is so very, very important. And again, it coincides with our overall theme for the month of passion to succeed. I don't know about you guys, but I have such a strong passion to succeed. And the one thing that I have learned, because I have consulted and I have assisted women who have made it to the seven-figure level, that million-dollar level, I've looked at what is it that the, that's different about these women than other women that I coach that haven't yet made it to the six-figure, they're moving forward to that. And women who are in the five-figure range, but it's the low five-figure range, and they haven't got where they want it to be. What is it with what, what is it with women who are making it to that six and seven-figure level? And there is one word I will tell you one word and one word alone that I notice is different about women who are are making it happen. They have arrived at that six-figure, seven-figure level, and that word is persistence, okay? You've got to be hungry. That's what my buddy uh, Les Brown talks about all the time when he's sharing with people about into the show. Okay, so for those of you who are on Blog Talk Radio and you you were actually dropped off, you're back with us again. Just want to make sure that you're live with us. And so uh, someone who has my private cell, I see a couple of people that I know do, go ahead and text me and let me know that you're, you're okay and that you're fine. You can hear me fine on Blog Talk. Okay. Again, this is Trina Newby We're with Successful Woman Radio. I'm going to go ahead right now, and I am going to read to you and talk to you about the five questions of leadership and authority. Okay, so let's roll with question number one, because this question is so important. It's probably, out of the five questions, it's probably the most important question. Here it is. Number one, am I clear on my role as the CEO of my company? Now, I have a lot of people that I coach. When I ask them this question, they tell me that they are clear on their role as the CEO, but then when I ask them to go ahead and explain it to me, they cannot. Listen, ladies, let me just share this with you. It's not going to help anybody to say yes to every question 
if you're not really there or if you haven't arrived or if you really don't know. So the thing you need to know about these questions is that they are not to impress someone else by answering yes or answering the questions favorably, thinking it's going to make you look good. The purpose of these questions is to get raw with yourself, to get upfront, personal, and honest with yourself about where you are as the leader of your business, okay? You need to know that first and foremost, because if you want to know the truth, yes, we do lie to ourselves. We're human beings. Nobody, even to our own selves, want to be, they don't, no one wants to feel like they're a failure. No one wants to feel like they have not arrived and like they are not already successful. But the truth be told, we're all on a ship of, of discovery. We're all trying to get to where we want to be. So it's okay to be honest with yourself and say, no, I'm not there. No, I need to work on that. You need to understand that. Being authentic with yourself, being real with yourself and raw with yourself is the first step to becoming a successful woman, not just in business, but in your life. And what I have learned is that when we're not truthful with ourselves and when we hide things, it causes us to be stressed, it causes us to be depressed, and it causes us to just plain old feel broke, busted, and disgusted. How about that, right? Am I keeping it real enough for you today? So it's important as I go through these questions, you write them down for yourself, find your quiet time, and answer these questions in a way that will give you an aha moment of where you need to go to be successful with it, okay? So question number one in the five questions of leadership and authority was, am I clear on my role as the CEO of my company? Now, there have been times when I was very clear times when I was somewhat clear and times when I plain old just forgot what I was supposed to be doing as the CEO. And that's okay as long as you recognize that and get back on track. Now, what will help you stay on track as the CEO of your company is that you actually need a position description, okay? I cannot talk about the position description enough. If you don't have a written description of what your role is as the CEO of your company, what you're supposed to be doing, what you're supposed to be focusing on, then that's the first place where you need to gain clarity at. And I, I advise you to really consider this as an urgent matter and take care of it this week. You need a position description. Remember, ladies, I always talk about those three roles that are so key in business. Those three roles are laborer, manager, and entrepreneur visionary. And it is the entrepreneur visionary role that's where you are when you are the CEO and the visionary of your business, right? Oftentimes, women get themselves stuck in the labor role of doing everything, not building a power team, not making things happen outside of themselves. And as a result, that's where the overwhelmed feeling comes to play. That's where you're getting cloudy and not very clear on what your role is as the CEO. And you don't want to wait until there is always an emergency to jump into the CEO ambassador role, right? You don't want to wait to get clear on what needs to happen in the business after something urgent has occurred, but you want to do that now, right? So answer that question to the best of your ability, and then if you need to create a position description, get to it. Here's question number two. What are my business priorities? Do you know what those are? You know. 
that based on the business industry that you're in, you may have different business priorities than others, but some of the priorities include sales, uh, follow-ups that you need to take care of, right? Uh, you need to check on your marketing funnel, make sure that things are working well in that. So that's just kind of like some generalities of what we as CEOs need to be taking care of, um, but you need to identify what those priorities are. That is why I say that every Sunday evening, you should be looking at your calendar identifying all those tasks and activities that you have in your calendar as to whether or not they are actually supporting what it is that you want to accomplish by week end, Friday really, which is usually the day that most people say, this is my weekend on a Friday. So again, we normally only have about five days that we are counting as the week the work week, and what it is that we want to accomplish within those five days. So it's important that you have the right task and priority schedule. Here's number three. Number three says, do I have a bird's eye view of the following areas? Again, daily workflow, marketing, follow-up, sales goals. Do you have a bird's eye view of how your business is doing? If you don't, you need to have that. And then number four says, am I following, I'm sorry, am I allowing my power team to work for me in helping me to enhance my business and grow? Okay, listen, here's the thing. A power team is simply a support team, a support group of individuals. Normally they are professional. Many of them have their own businesses and they are providing services to you that they are an expert in. They have mastered how to do something and are able to help you move along with your goal quickly, more so than you would be able to do, right? Think about this. If you had 10 goals that you're trying to accomplish, but yet you feel that you are the one that has to implement all of the tasks necessary to accomplish those 10 goals, can you imagine how long it actually would take you to accomplish those goals quite a while, right? Now, imagine if you had a support team, a power team of individuals, each specializing in a different area that you need to help get help with in accomplishing those goals, and you had that team of people working for you doing that. Imagine how much more um, you would see success occur. You would see it occur in a faster pace, at a faster speed. That's the whole purpose of a power team. Now, I do, I know, I have people saying, Trina, you know, what if I don't have the money to hire all of those people? You know what? I'm going to just let you know, I've been one of those people that never allow the lack of money to stop me from doing a lot of things, right? I have always tried my very best to move over that hurdle and figure out solutions to how I can overcome not having money to hire a graphic designer or not having the money uh, to get something done on my website or not having the money to do a particular advertisement on Facebook. I've always tried my very best to figure that out. And here's the thing. Oftentimes, we put up the excuse of money just too much, right? And I, I am just 100% with a, a, someone I hold dear to my heart who I learned a lot from, Dwayne Dyer, who says it doesn't really matter 
whether an excuse is valid or not, and whether it can justify why you can't do something or not, it's still that. It's an excuse. So we need to get over those reasons why we can't do something and figure it out because we all, if you are planning to be a CEO, if you're planning to be a leader in your company, you need to have a support group. You need to have a power team of people who can help you to get to where you're going. And again, the lack of money, there's no excuse to, to still not figure out how to have that support team. I mean, there's people who can be interns for you. There are students who are majoring in marketing, majoring in social media. There are students who are majoring in journalism and publishing who would love to have a needy project where they can help you. The only thing is, is that you always have to make sure, as with anything that you delegate, that you have that you have fine-tuned the description, how to do it, the milestones, the deadlines, and the expectations, and be able to then yourself hold people accountable who's working on your behalf and trying to get things done for you. If you if you have not done those things, then no nobody will work for you, right? Nothing's going to happen. And so that's key. So for all of you out there who are saying, well, she's talking about that power team again, she's talking about creating a, a support group of people, then what you need to know and what you need to understand, okay, which is very, very key, that Yes, you need it, and whether you have money or not, I'm saying you still need to figure that thing out. Step outside of that box, start start getting creative, start figuring out ways that you can develop a support team. Here's last but not least, number five, in the five questions of leadership and authority. Do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? Again, do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? I just talked about delegation and how important that is. Last week, I, I talked about, again, delegation and the difference between delegation and abdication and how important that was during uh, a passion for follow-up webinar. So for those of you who attended the webinar, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. We had a a very live, uh, very live and packed group of people on that webinar. If you missed it, don't worry. I'm going to be giving you some ways that you can tap into that webinar. Um, but again, that delegation system is very, very important. Uh, and none of us should ever want to be advocators. Abdication simply means that you're not delegating, but you're passing off. You're passing off something that belongs to you to another person, and you're letting them have it without any instructions, without any description, without any accountability system in place. And as a result, you completely forget about it because you're so glad to have that monkey off your back that, you know, you've given it to the other person, so you're not holding anybody accountable to that particular task or project, not even yourself. So nobody wants to be any uh, an advocator like that. We want to be delegators. We want to continually own all of our tasks, all of our projects, all of our goals, and all we're doing is delegating something to someone with description, with instructions, with accountability, so that they will hand it back to us because it, guess what? It still belongs to us, right? Very, very key. Uh, station identification for those of you who have tuned in um, on 
Talk Radio. You are listening to the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your host and business test coach, and I am so glad that all of you are here with me today, including our Facebook um, sisters who are member of the Women About Biz group. So, so happy that you are here with us today. So I've just given you the five questions of leadership and authority. Ladies, listen, take this set of questions and ask them of yourself as often as you need to. That is so very, very key. I just see someone else is texting me saying, Trina, can you, let me see, what is she saying? Can you please go back over the question? Seems like I have someone that asks me that all the time. So quickly, here they are. Number one in the five questions of leadership and authority, am I clear on my role as CEO? Number two, what are my business? priorities. Number three, do I have a bird's eye view of the following areas? Marketing, sales, follow-up. Very, very important. Number four, am I allowing my power team, which is the support group, to work for me and helping me to enhance my business and grow? Do you have that? Number five, do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team, okay? So, ladies, that's very, very important. And, of course, um, for those of you that are members of Women About Biz, you know that as you begin to see a lot of things that I write about on the womenaboutbiz.net website, as I begin to share um, some things um, in a lot of the sites, you will see that a lot of what I talk about on Successful Woman Radio comes from a lot of the articles, a lot of the blog entries, a lot of the videos and different things that I post on the Women About Biz website, which is where you can go to dive deeper into these areas, okay? Very key. So as we discuss the five questions, I want to just talk about some things that I think, you know, because we're coming up on the month of March, and here we are two months in, basically, in the in the year 2019, and it's so very, very important that we really evaluate ourselves. Very, very important that we evaluate ourselves. Why? Because it's when you forget to evaluate yourself, look at where you are, that's when things fall through the cracks, that's when you're not following up, and that's when you're not accomplishing goals. So then what happens is that it quickly builds a habit of you not following up and looking and evaluating yourself. And by the end of the year, you'll say, oh my gosh, the year caught me again. And I didn't accomplish my goals. I didn't make anything happen that I wanted to. So what I'm trying to do this year, ladies, is to keep you focused on where you need to be. Okay. And this is why those five questions of leadership and authority are so pivotal as you move towards more success this year in 2019. And it's so key. So I want to talk about a little bit, I want to talk about mindset. I want to talk about to you why it's so important that you set your mindset straight on what, what it is that you want and the type of mindset that you need to have in order to get to the next level. Now, I shared early on in the show today that one of the key things that's essential for you to reach your six and seven figure level is that you must be persistent because that's really one of the biggest differences I see between 
business women who have yet to arrive where they want to be and business women who have arrived where they want to be. Now they're, they're setting their goals towards other things. And so it's so key for you to have the right type of mindset. So what mindset should that be? Well, I'm going to break it down clear for you in, in two words, okay? I have a deep-rooted belief, not from heard, not from what I have read, as much as what I have personally experienced, that these two words are what you need to have the right type of mindset. And it's called unshakable faith. Now, many of my longtime listeners on Successful Woman Radio know what I'm talking about and know how passionate I am about unshakable faith. Now, what is unshakable faith? And why is it that I believe that if you have this missing, this element missing from your life in reference to your business goals and where you're trying to go in life, that you may not get there? Unshakable faith is a level of belief so deeply rooted. It's, it's, it's one of those gut wrenching things, ladies. It's so deeply rooted within you that it compels you to pursue passionately and with action your dreams and your goals, okay? And so, again, unshakable faith is a level of belief so deeply rooted that it compels you. It compels you to take that swift action that you need to have to pursue your dreams and goals. It's very, very key. Now, in order for you to get unshakable faith, it means that you can't be shaken. The naysayers can talk about you. Uh, the, the different people can say that you're not going to make it happen. Some people cannot have faith in you and give up before they actually see things take place. They're not persistent. They're not committed. They're not being um, as loyal followers because they don't see it happening uh, quick enough for them. Um, a lot of things can happen, right? But with you, your faith is not going to be shaken by the fact that other people's faith has already been shaken. You're unshakable when it comes to your dreams, when it comes to your goals, you are unshakable in it. Why? Because you have that level of belief that's so deeply rooted. And I, I know what I'm talking about living testimony. And if any of you know what I'm talking about, give me a heart. Give me a hand. Let me know that you're hearing me because unshakable faith is so important. Where does it come from? What, where, where does it even begin? Well, unshakable faith is a gift from God. But are we really attaching ourselves to God in order to have unshakable faith? That level of belief that's deeply rooted. Do we actually have, have that? Are we actually listening to the gift that God has already given us? Well, when we are born, God has already installed, and that's right, get it right, God has already installed within us the power and the abilities to have true joy, true abundance, and success. He's already installed what we need. But what we have to do as humans, because our spirits are in a human vessel, what we have to do is we have to go and we actually have to claim what God has already laid in store for us. We have to claim it, right? And in order for us to claim it, 
we have to believe that God gave it to us. We have to believe that he pre-installed it. It's not something that he is going to do. It's something that he has already done. His promise has already been fulfilled. Do you guys understand that? Listen, I know what I'm saying because for a long time in my early years, I didn't have the faith that I have in myself now. I was very discouraged. I went through a lot. I went through, as a kid, I went through um, childhood bullying and kids picking on me because I had eczema. And then as I grew out of my eczema stage and gained more confidence in myself, I began to, uh, I began to live life more joyfully as, as, a, as a teenager. And then on into my early adult life, I had a experiences that caused me to lose, again, my faith in myself, right? From either relationships with guys or whether it was uh, something that I had failed in and then it caused me to lose faith in myself. And then as I began to go from my 20s into my 30s, I began to uh, get a little cocky that I was successful and that I could do things and that I could make things happen, not giving God the credit for it. And then as I delved into my 40s, uh, then I was able to really become that confident woman that I needed to become and really learn to have that unshakable faith to take myself to that next level. And now I'm in my 50s, of course, praise God. I'm in my 50s. And I am just so joyful because I feel so incredibly free to not only um, lose all of the cockiness and lose all of the I think I know everything attitude and just feel free to share it with anybody that is willing to receive the gift that I'm willing to give you, right? And so I know that unshakable faith comes from you practicing belief in yourself. Now, what is belief? Belief is when you know something to be true, when you know something to be so, and you have embraced it and adopted it as a belief for yourself. So what I've come to understand and learn is that a lot of women, a lot of women, not all, but a lot of women don't have the belief system in place to gain unshakable faith because the beliefs that many women have embraced are not truthful beliefs. They are beliefs based on our parents or your parents. They're beliefs based on um, experiences that you had that built you into a false belief. Okay, they are experiences, for example, from you being in business and not succeeding in business that somehow you developed a belief that maybe I'm not cut out for entrepreneurism. So beliefs are based on truth, but many times some beliefs are based on false truths or based on things that are not true, right? And so as a result, you have to really go back to the drawing board and you really have to go to ground zero and say, you know what? I need to develop a, a group of beliefs that's not only going to enhance what my dreams and goals are, but these are factual beliefs. These, are, these beliefs have evidence. I have proof that these beliefs are so. Therefore, I embrace these beliefs and I start practicing the habits that are going to reinforce these beliefs, which is so very, very important. So how do you gain unshakable faith in yourself? How do you how do you allow your, your faith not to be moved? Well, 
it really starts really starts with you developing beliefs that support what it is that you want in life and in business. That's how you get it started. And if you believe something, the proof in believing something is that you're actually taking action towards your belief. That's why the definition for unshakable faith is that it's a level of belief so deeply rooted that it compels you to take with an immediate action. You see, when you have unshakable faith, you don't wait on things. You don't wait on somebody. You make things happen on your own. When you have unshakable faith in yourself, you are convicted of who you are. You are confident in who you are, and you embrace and accept that God has already fulfilled his promise in pre-installing joy and the ability to achieve abundance within you. You already know that. You already know it. But your responsibility is, is to claim it, right? We are already millionaires and billionaires, but some of us have claimed it and some of us have not claimed it, okay? And so that's what you need to understand as you pursue unshakable faith in yourself is that you can't start claiming what belongs to you until you get the faith and the level of belief that's so rooted in yourself that you know that you know, right? You know that those things are already in you. You know that you already have the ability to be successful. And I know for a fact that when I developed unshakable faith, I I get so excited about new ideas because I can see the new ideas having been accomplished before they're even even accomplished. I can see how I can make $10,000, $25,000, $50,000, $100,000, a million dollars. I can see it already because I have unshakable faith. I don't need anybody to tell me to have the faith. I have it. And that's what I want for you. I want you to get to a point of faith within yourself that no matter, even if you fail at something, you know to learn from those failures, pick up, get back up, and keep moving because you know that it is so that you can indeed accomplish what you set out to accomplish. And you know when you need to make changes and move towards other things. It's okay because you know that you were born to be successful, and that is very, very key. So, again, I'm so excited about sharing this with you ladies because um, it has, this principle of unshakable faith has literally changed my life for the better, and it's given me that confidence that I needed, and I don't depend on other people telling me that that I can do something all the time, right? I value when people say, wow, I like what you do. I like what you're doing. This is great. Don't get me wrong. I value those blessings, but I'm not dependent upon it. And that's the difference. And that's where I want you to get to, that for you to be successful, extremely successful, and reach new heights, new levels this year, you must achieve unshakable faith, and I can help you to get there. I know I can because I've gotten there. I've gotten other people there, and I want to show you how. So I want you guys to make sure that you stay plugged in with what I am sharing. So now that I've talked about that and, and told you that you've got to have unshakable faith to make things happen, in order for you to believe and enhance your, your faith in yourself, You've got to make sure that you have the right habits 
to support the faith that you have in yourself and to support your belief system. Okay? First, you have to make sure you have the right beliefs that are supporting your dreams and your goals. So it may require you getting in your private space and taking a look at your dreams and goals, your vision, where it is that you want to be this year and say, now, what beliefs are required of me in order for me to make these things happen? What beliefs are required of me? And I'm going to give you a real simple example of something someone shared with me um, before. She said, Trina, I want to be a great motivational speaker but I really know that in order to be a motivational speaker, I must believe that I am a good speaker already. And I say, you're absolutely right. You must believe it. And she says, I also have to believe that I am that I'm a good, not only a good speaker, but successful at speaking. But the problem is, is that you've got to be in front of crowds uh, and 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 have a lot of people listening to you to know that you're based on their feedback. You've got to be this. And I said, well, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. In order to be a good speaker, first and foremost, you have to be able to believe that you are a good speaker, but you have to feel that you're a good speaker. You've got to evaluate yourself. You've got to listen to yourself. You've got to determine whether or not what you're saying is of value to you. And then you can look at whether it's of value to other people. But you've got to start somewhere. So you you can't walk into speaking feeling that you're not confident as a speaker. You've got to be a speaker now. So you've got to start speaking. Anytime you can, anywhere in any place that you can find yourself speaking, you've got to do it. You've got to start making it happen. So I challenged her to do pro bono speeches at least three to five times a month. Just start speaking for different groups. And that's now she's a professional speaker. So again, you know, I, I just want to say you got to have unshakable faith in yourself to do it. And the more you take action, the more you become convicted. The more habits you, um, the more habits you you um, accomplish and start practicing to support your beliefs. The more you become convicted, until one day you look up and you realize, oh my goodness, I have unshakable faith. Nothing anyone says can stir me, can move me. And so this is why it's so important and it's so key, okay, that you keep yourselves in the right environment, connect yourselves to the right people, right? Uh, it's, uh, you know, connect yourself to people who are higher than you, who have arrived where you want to go. Why? Because they can teach you things. And you can pull yourself up to where they are. And so it's very, very key that these things happen for you this year. You've got to get yourself, my sister, some unshakable faith to go to new places and new things this year. I'm going to go ahead now, and I'm going to move on to talking about something that's very, very important as you move on to making your business more successful. Now, we've, talking, we've talked about a passion for follow-up, generating leads, and why generating leads is so important. But I want to talk about this one thing that you've got to have. And no matter what marketing you have in place, no matter what methods and systems you've tried, no matter what guru you're listening to, no matter what audio or what book you have um, gotten on how to be successful, how to make that six and seven figure income, none of that is, is going to take effect and do anything 
for you unless you've done this one vital thing for your business. What is that? Build your list. Okay, I can't talk about that enough. You must build your list, okay? And building your list is very, very key, okay? If, if it becomes puzzling to you that why is it there's so many people are making money online, how is it that I keep hearing this thing about building your contact list, building your list, and yet it's not working for me, um, if you keep seeing so many people, business women even, that are are making it happen for themselves, and you're like, I don't know, I seem like I have everything in place, and yet nothing is happening, guess what? It is about building your list. Now, what list is that? The list is based off of the group of followers, people who have seen what you have, they believe in what you have, they're interested in what you have, and therefore they have connected with you and in exchange for some compelling information that you're offering for free, they have opted in and given you their first name, last name, email, and phone number if if possible, okay? So that's very, very key. So what I want to share with you today is that I can't give you everything that you need to know about building a list, but what I can do for you within this last few minutes of the show I can um, tell you what you need to be looking at as far as building your list and setting the foundation to build your list. I can give you that. And then, of course, this month, our free webinar, uh, and I'll be getting out that information on next Monday. It's going to be later in March. Uh, I will be giving a, a webinar on building your list, an introductory webinar on building your list and what it is that you need to be doing. But for right now, what I want to do is I want to share with you some things you're going to be needing to do to follow your foundation, to build your foundation and to start building your list, okay? So the first thing you need to understand is why a list is so key, why it's so important. The, the thing of it is is that there is a process in getting positive results, and it's called the law of average. You guys look it up. The law of average says that for so many um, people that follow you and connect with you and give you their contact information, for so many of those people, when you turn around and communicate with them, what happens is some of them are going to be responsive and they are going to want what you have. And so then they are going to opt, to, opt in to get more information on what you're talking about. And then out of that group of people, some of them are actually going to purchase and give you that end result. They're going to purchase what it is that you have. And so in order to make the law of average, okay, work on your behalf, you have to create a list that is growing every single day, okay? Now, in addition to the law of average, you should know from a marketing perspective, Direct Sales Association says that for every 100 people on your list, approximately, okay, and get this, this is a small amount, approximately anywhere between 3 to 10%, depending upon how warm your list is, anywhere between 3 to 10% okay, will actually move forward and click on what you have to offer. And then out of that 3 to 
anywhere between 0.5 to 5% will actually purchase. So let's take, for example, if you have a list of 100 people, because I had um, a client one time, this was years ago, she came to me so upset. She was like, I don't understand why uh, a certain, a large number of people out of my list of 100, I don't understand why a large number of those people did not actually attend my conference. I should have had at least a 50% um, return on investment. 50 out of 100 people should have come, and I don't understand that. And I had to help her to understand that that's not how the law of average works. And based on statistics that have been fine-tuned by marketing specialists and experts all over the world, they all agree that when you have a warm list of people, you know, you can only expect 3 to 10%. And I might even be overdoing it. It may now be like, you know, 1% to 5%. But I'm going to stick with some of the, the statistics that I'm familiar with and that I know. And so, again, you know, she began to have her aha moment when I showed her, okay, how many people did you actually have attend yourself out of the 100 people you sent? She said, I only had 11 people, right? So that means that she had 11%. And so what I told her, I said, oh, well, that's good. Like, are you kidding me? Are you joking me? No, 11 people out of 100 who attended your seminar, wow, you had an 11% return. That's actually pretty good because most experts say it's somewhere between that 3 to 10%, and you did 11%. And she couldn't understand it at first. And then, as I explained the law of average to her, she began to get her aha moment. I said, Now, what you need to do to increase the number of people attending is that you've got to increase your list. I said, Stop harping on the fact that only 11 people signed up for your seminar and be joyful in the fact that you see the recipe. The recipe is that the more people you have on the list, the better your odds and the law of average. That's, that's, the, that's the joy of it, right? And maybe some of you are now getting your aha moment um, in this as well. But again, you need to understand is that the law of average will work on your side every single time, and it will continue to work even more when you understand that you need to build a big list, okay? Now, if she had had 1,000 people and, uh, and, and 1,000 people on her list and she had an 11%, she would have had 111 people attend her seminars, right? But she only had 100 people. So this is why it's so very key that you understand the law of average because this is the first part of setting the foundation to build your list, okay? Now, after you've set that foundation and had your aha and you understand, okay, Trina, I've got what the law of average means, and now I understand why I didn't have so many people, but so many people respond to my product offer, but so many people respond to my seminar. Now, and so this is why it's so important. And mind you, you're looking for a warm list. So don't put anybody on your list that hasn't asked to be on the list. Because then that means that you have some cold people coming in with warm or hot people. And that means that you're going to dilute the effectiveness of your list. And so you don't want to do that. Every single person that's on your mailing list, your contact list should be because they want to be, okay? And that's very, very key. Okay, so as a result of you having 
that warn list, now what must you do in order to um, start building your list? Well, the first thing I think is that you've got to start being consistent and persistent on and offline. You've got to be clear of your message, okay? Uh, because until you have clarity on your message, you're going to confuse people about who you are and what you do and what you represent. So the first rule of thumb is to get clear on who you are and how you want to represent yourself in front of people. And let's face it, internet marketing is the first step uh, for most people. It's, it's probably one of the most popular forms of marketing right now online. And so in order for you to market yourself effectively online is that you have to make sure that you have a clear branded message. You want to brand yourself. Why? Because you are the competitive edge. Nobody can be you. And that's why you have to brand yourself. Very, very key. And so again, you need to brand yourself. So look at the colors that you're using. Look at um, the slogans and phrases that you're using and see, can you find one that you want to use all the time? Look at, um, look at content on your website that you can then multi-purpose and use in different ways. That is so very, very key, okay? What do I offer? What's my promise? What separates me from other people? What does my target market want? And what are my benefits to other? How can I value other people? You've got to keep it clear. You've got to make sure that the content that you put on your website, your articles, your blog posts, your videos, your audios, whatever you're using, you've got to make sure that it's within the same flavor of who you are so that you can multi-purpose it and then use it for posts and social media, use it on social media graphics, take phrases that you've used in articles or different things that you've said and use it in graphic pieces for your Instagram or for your Facebook, okay? Everything has to be multi-purpose that you do so that you're not wasting your time and that you're able to build a foundation consistently of who you are, right? Once you have started to do that, it's important for you to create what we call a compelling offer, okay? Um, and a compelling offer is a valuable piece of information or a a sample product or something that you know would be um, attractive to your potential customer or client. You need to be able to offer that, and that should be one of the first things that they see when they come to your website, and that should be one of the things that you're able to offer to them, okay? So once you have your compelling offer, then the next thing that you want to have from that compelling offer is you want to have set up a series of emails, autoresponder emails that is going to be relevant to who you are, keeping with the brand, right? It's going to be relevant to who you are, and it is also going to be coming to them communications-wise. So, for example, people who first take advantage of your compelling offer might get uh, maybe 10 emails spread out over a 30-day period. And all of them at the end of the email, they're all calling them to action to purchase a particular product or service that you want them focused on, okay? And that's kind of like the funnel system um, for generating leads, and that's why it's so important that you build your list. I can't talk about that enough. What I want to do right quick for those of you who are on Facebook Live, I'm going to go ahead and end the radio show. 
Um, for those who are listening from Block Talk Radio, I want to thank you. I'm going to continue on and do an after show for the Facebook Live people. So if you can hop on Women About Biz group Facebook, that would be great. I want to thank all of you for being on the show on our Blog Talk platform, and I look forward to connecting with you coming up on next Monday as we celebrate the first Monday of March and we really get more into being more successful. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, so, um, ladies, I have just ended the show on our Blog Talk platform coming in and jump on, jumping on because I have just a few more things that I want to actually share with you um, in reference to, you know, building your list, okay? And so I want to share these things with you as well. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.